All right, yeah, I'm ready to start whenever you guys are. Okay. As Boba Fett, as young Boba Fett would say, young Boba Fett, yep. Okay. Three, two, one. And welcome. Oh, okay. Three, <laughs> two. <laughs> three, two. Three, two, one. Put the cookie down. Just kidding. Three, two, one. <laughs> and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Fellowship of the Podcast. This is your boy, Matthew, coming back at you. And we have our bo- boys here tonight. We got Tyler. Say hello, Tyler. <laughs> we got Kyle. What's up, Kyle? Hey, what's happening, everybody? All right, and later we got the mostest of the hostess. That doesn't even make sense. We got Lauren here. <laughs> How's it going, guys? And last but not least, we have uh, the Packers' uh, number one fan, Brandon. Say hello, Brandon. What's up? Hey, yeah. uh, we, hey, all, we, do have, we do have people from Wisconsin that listen to us, so thank you guys yeah. for listening to us. Yeah. I mean, over yeah. here at Fellowship of the Podcast, we all hate the Packers, but it's okay. Just kidding. <laughs> wow, man. Speak for yourself. I'm not even involved in this little thing. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... Forgive my friend Matthew. Forgive my friend Matthew. His Patriots sucked this year, and then Tom Brady's finally showing his age. Like, so, yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah. I, I, I agree with Brandon. It's all good. No worries. Um, Packers suck. But anyway, um, <laughs> let's uh, continue. <laughs> so uh, uh, today we have a wonderful topic today. Um, we will get back to that really quickly. But before we start, uh, Lauren, what is our social media account? We have a fantastic Instagram page run by yours truly here. Uh, it is called Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word. We have a lot of great stuff on there. Give us a follow. Uh, like our stuff. Um, we'll even post some cool stuff in our story every once in a while. So yes, give us a follow. Awesome. And later, Tyler, what is our social media on Twitter? Well, I want to give Kyle the benefit of doubt. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, um, yes, it is uh, Fellowship of the Pod 92, right? 19. Close. Damn it. All right. Fellowship of the Pod 19. <laughs> well, you can have to edit that too, Tyler. Yeah, as you guys can see, uh, Kyle follows us on Twitter. Um, <laughs> uh, also, uh, Brandon, where can you listen to us? Oh, yeah. Okay, you can listen to us on Spotify, the, here, even here on the Anchor app, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. And later, uh, Tyler, um, what is our schedule this week? So, we love Christmas. But we like to talk about more about Christmas TV specials. So that that's our bread and butter uh, for this time of year. And can't wait to talk about it. But first, let me talk about the movie of the week. So my movie of the week, it's not really a Christmas, you know, sort of type of movie. But it's one of my personal favorite mo- movies. This movie came out in 2019. The director, Todd Phillips, of course. The Joker. Okay. Ooh. That's a movie. So, if you guys have not seen this, stop what you're doing, go out of your way, and spend the, the, the rest of the two hours and two minutes that you have for this awesome, beautifully made movie. Um, I mean, where do I start? I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is... Obviously, the Joker himself, and a lot of great actors, great actresses in here as well. But uh, Robert De Niro's in it, and to me, guys, like a lot of things are happening in this world. And then you know we gotta, you know, keep in mind too. Like there's a lot of men- a lot of uh, mentally ill, you know, people in this world as well. Whether you know if they have anxiety attacks or, you know, schizophrenia, you know, things in general like that, or having depression, you know, we have to realize ourselves as normal human beings that there's other people in this world that have problems within themselves. And we need to take the time to reflect on like, how can our lives be 
if we live in their shoes. So this movie really put everything about Arthur Fleck as, you know, Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur Fleck, who is not really his name, um, but he, he just doesn't know his name. But this movie is fantastic. 10 out of 10, five stars. I don't care what anybody says. This movie is beautiful. And I have to thank my good friend, Matthew, for finding a still book when we went to the Irvine Spectrum here in California. And he's like, here. And I bought it. And it's it's a great movie, guys. Go out of your way. Yes, a fantastic Spider-Man movie. No, JK, I know it's Batman. <laughs> great great choice and we've talked about that movie a lot we've listened to it a lot on this show because we we all love that movie yeah it's definitely my favorite comedy of all time (laughs) well so if you're laughing at that you might as well rub one out at that point (laughs) all right guys let's begin today's episode so let me see eeny meeny miny moe Let's see. Let's choose Brandon. Brandon, let's start us off, bud. Uh, let's start us off. What's one uh, of your Christmas special choices? Okay, Chris. This one was this one was a tough one because I had to go. I had to go back memory lane, and I was like, like honestly, like I I think like all my TV specials were like teenagers, and as a kid, and I was. And I, and I think about it. I was like, "Dang, I think, I think Nickelodeon and Disney have have a lot of my choices." So, let me let me go with uh, "Merry Christmas." Hey. Drinking the Jaws. Yeah, th- I, I remember this one came out 2008, so I was pretty much a teenager at the time. At this time, and I remember Drinking Josh was like my like easily my, one of my favorite shows. In the in the in the two thousands, easily one of my favorite shows. And when, when I, this one, this was the, pretty much the last episode of a trigger Josh. It was the last episode of a trigger Josh. But I, it's a very trigger Josh anymore. Mm-hmm. Very sad. And I love I love <laughs> I love how like they always throw like throwbacks or like saying things what made this so popular. I love the part where I think with Drake, Drake and Josh they I, I love how I love how um Drake and Josh get arrested at the beginning and then Josh doesn't do anything. He just staying there and then just like throughout the show the cops just arrest him for no reason. It's like <laughs> I'm not the guy, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jigga Josh had to go to um, be, they were about to go to jail, but instead they had, but instead it's like a cheesy court courtroom scene where instead, instead in real life they they wouldn't went to jail, but it's like but instead uh, you're gonna do community service and bring Christmas cheer to a random family a, a random a random orphanage, and I was like oh, okay this is like, so this this kind of movie, yeah. Pretty much, Drake and Josh are trying to bring like Christmas cheer to like a a, a home of like orf- orphans that 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 are really ha- have a disaster Christmas every year. So, so Drake and Josh like, do their best like throughout the movie. But we, if you watch the show, you know when Drake and Josh they actually they do care, but they always mess up everything up. Yeah, like they're pretty much the they're pretty much the teenage version of of um, the Three Stooges, pretty much. I think that's the accurate way to describe them, because like they're they're, group, they're great people, good great people, but they always mess up everything. So if if you guys like if you guys like Jake and Josh, you try out uh, Merry Christmas, Jake and Josh. So that's my, that's my one choice. Also, also, this was um Miranda Cosgrove. She was doing iCarly at the time, and then she she took she took, she took the time to reprise her role as um as Megan. Oh. So that's my number one choice. My other choice is, like, technically it's not a TV special, but when I first saw this saw this movie, it was on TV, and that's when I was introduced to it. I'm going with the the Muppets. Hey, oh Christmas yeah, Christmas. yeah, that's a good one. I think this one is probably my favorite um, Christmas Carol growing up, and 
I think it's. I think when I look back, to, like back then, it was my favorite Christmas Carol movie, and then today, I think it's tied with the Jim. The Jim oh, Carrey okay. Movie. Yeah, because the Muppets Christmas. Because I, I think I love the Muppets. I think they're underrated, but sadly, not everybody finds them funny. That's why they always have their shows canceled or their movies don't really hit the box office. But I always found them funny, and Muppets Christmas Carol. Like you could tell that they put so much work to it. The the neighbor the neighborhoods look 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 like that the crew mm-hmm. cared about the movie. Also, also, um, Michael Caine himself is Scrooge. Like you pick one, of the, you pick one of the best actors at the time to be Scrooge. That's a very that's big, a plus. That's a very big thing they did. Yeah, Michael Caine. I'll, like <laughs> I, I, like I know he I know he's uh, I know. Uh, uh, Dark Knight as it came out, but I wish he did like a Batman joke, but we all know it didn't exist at that time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so I love uh, so I love um Kermit and Miss Piggy are married and they have like two little they have two little girl piggies, um Melinda and Belinda and then and then uh, there's Peter the frog and there's and then there's t- tiny Tim the tiny Tim, which my girlfriend thinks is the cutest little, <laughs> cutest little frog ever. So it's and also um, Muppets, Muppets Christmas. Uh, they actually have have the narrator played by the by um, what's his name? Gonzo, right? Was yes, Gonzo. Gonzo. Yeah, Gonzo was, was the name? Yeah. yeah, Gonzo. Yeah, yeah, Gonzo. Gonzo is um. It, 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 it's pretty much the he's, play, he's playing on uh, Charles Dixon, the narrator, and and then um, it, it, and he's, he's always fo- following around telling the stories, and I like I like how they always do, do like the part where it's like if you're really if you're really him, it, it, show it, and I love how throughout the movie he's like oh okay, okay. like at this part they're gonna tr- at this part um Scrooge is gonna turn on the lights <laughs> right now, and then R- Rizzo looks up yeah. do, do that damn it exactly. Yeah, so that's again. Like, if you guys haven't watched Muppets Christmas, mm-hmm. I'll give it a good watch. And oh, okay, I got, I got one good one. I go with um, Fairy All Parents Christmas Special. Okay. Because um, Timmy Turner and his family and his family had a, have a, the perfect Christmas, and Timmy Turner wishes that there'd be Christmas every day, huh? Oh yeah, I remember that and, one. That's right. I, I remember that too. I love how, I love how um T- Timmy and the whole whole neighborhood like is like it's having a great time. But then I think weeks go by, months go by, and everybody's like, "It's Christmas again!" And when is it gonna end? <laughs> oh yeah. And everybody, everybody's freaking out, and I love how throughout the episode it's just so stupid. Everybody's like freaking now over the, the more important things, like their jobs are, ne- are never opening because Christmas is every day, or like stores are not going to mm-hmm. open because it's Christmas Day, and everybody's like freaking out over the important stuff. And then there's Timmy's dad. It's like I want more eggnog. I can't <laughs> <buy> anymore. <laughs> like, like everybody's like worried about other stuff, and, and just keep throughout the episode, you see Timmy's dad. Like, we forgot about that episode. That was a good one. <laughs> We want food. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We, yeah. The, the, the banks are closed. We want money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's good. I think I think Timmy's dad is the most underrated character in the Fair Out Parents show. Like, the guy, he's oh, for sure. Yeah. He's a great character for sure. Yeah, and then uh, and then also, um, of course, Santa is overworked. Because it's Christmas every day, and it's like kids are starting getting uh, Christmas presents are like garbage. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah I'm trying anymore. So like, all, all, and also all the, all the different holidays, um, all, all the different holidays uh, get, hate Timmy because like, like because of you, nobody cares about our holidays. Like <laughs> all they care about is Santa Claus. <laughs> so in the end, so in the end, Timmy finds out that Christmas should be only once a day. Only, only, only like one day of the year, and to, like to prove that he's sorry, he, he and and uh, the rest of the holiday uh, icons, they they um, 
like Sansa takes takes day off, and then um, Timmy and the other holiday icons that they do all the Christmas giving away on on Christmas Day, and Santa gets the day off. Yep. So, so that's my other, that's my other choice, and I don't want to take up more of the, the special. I think okay. you guys have more. So uh, let me see. So Matthew, you choose next. I mean, I can go next. I can, I can give you uh, – I have a few bizarre ones that I almost guarantee nobody else will Okay. Go, Kyle. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Are you guys ready? No, no. Let's hear it. I mean, I'll <laughs> save, like, my all-time favorite classic for last, but I just wanted to uh, give a shout-out for these two. Yeah. Um, man, you know, trying to decide which one of these I wanted to open with, but they're both so wonderfully bizarre. I think I'll just start with um, – does anyone remember the special All of the Other Reindeer? Oh, I think so, yeah. It's that it's that really bizarre one that it's 2D animated but in 3D style. There's a combination of 2D and 3D. Yeah. Okay. Well, fun fact about this one, Matt Groening produced it with his uh, spin-off company. And in fact, Dan Castellanta is a voice in this movie. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, hmm. you know, he's the voice of, like, Homer Simpson, Apes, Simpson. Yeah, yeah. and, like, 30 other voices on the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't really do the plot justice, but I'll read you guys the first uh, the first paragraph according to your Wikipedia just to give you an idea of how bizarre it is, not to underplay the bizarreness of the second one. Uh, so the plot is the story follows an anthropomorphic Jack Russell Terrier named Olive. While in town, she meets Martini, a con artist penguin from whom she buys a counterfeit Rolex watch from. When she returns home, she finds her owner, Tim, sad that there, quote-unquote, won't be any Christmas. Olive discovers that Blitzen, one of Santa's reindeer, is injured and unable to fly. Santa expresses in a radio interview that Christmas isn't canceled if his sleigh can be pulled by Olive the other reindeer. Olive's pet flea, Fido, mishears this as Olive the other reindeer. And Olive becomes convinced that it is she Santa is referring to, prompting her to travel to the North Pole to help hold sleigh. <laughs> so if you've never seen that movie, that, that's a little bit of a snapshot of what you can expect from it. It's only about 45 minutes long. And I don't think I've seen this movie in about 15 years. I was just reminded of it, just doing research for uh, Christmas TV specials. And it's really funny really bizarre and the, the plot just gets more and more weird like that i mean it's matt graining and the simpsons people producing this you know what i mean yeah but it's really good drew barrymore is the main character weirdly and just all kinds of people you got to see the Whoa. actors like michael stipe from rem matt graining himself is in it billy west and just so on uh my second movie i have now now <laughs> if you thought that one was weird there's the one called Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Did anyone ever see that? Yeah. Oh, Who yeah, remembers the plot to that? You know what? For a silly, like, Christmas song that's only, like, two minutes or whatever, right. and pretty self-explanatory by the title, they put out, like, some very weird, very weird, very, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a very, like, weird... Uh, uh, a lot of like detail and stuff that you wouldn't expect grandma got ran over by a reindeer, you know, to have. Right. So like, did anyone remember that it's basically like a whodunit movie? <laughs> yeah. It was so- it's a mystery. They're trying it's to figure not- out who actually ran over grandma. And it turns out to be yeah. a crony in the town. And it's just so bizarre because it was made in Canada in like the year 2000. I remember even being a kid being like, this movie's weird as hell. Yeah, I think. Oh, I think the plot is like. I uh, guess one of the. Uh, I forget the boy's name, but I guess her his cousin was trying to take over like the shop. Right, because like, gra- grandma wasn't there anymore, or she was like. Well, she wasn't trying to take oh, over. Oh yeah, she sell, was it. To sell it. See, it's been a while since I've seen this. Fucking yeah, and, and Santa feels guilty the whole time. So he's like, "Hey, Grandma, why don't you come to the North Pole so I can take care of you?" Like, what? 
<laughs> it's a really bizarre film. Anyway, I just wanted to point those two out because I remember really liking them as a kid, and maybe I remember them mostly because they're so weird. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did anyone else want to talk about their first Christmas special before you get to, like, the all-time classics? Uh, I guess I'll I'll go, and I, these are some of my favorites. Um, like, if we're talking about like favorite Christmas TV specials, these are the like, two of my favorites. But these are the two I have to watch every year. Um, and that is uh, uh I guess the first one I'll I'll talk about because you know, um, Tyler just mentioned uh, uh the movie of the week is Joker, so I'm gonna go with Christmas with the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> very good. Uh, episode of Batman the Animated Series. Um, and man, I I love this episode. It's like, uh, it, it's very very simple. I mean, the, the title pretty much explains the whole plot. There, it's uh, uh the Joker escapes Arkham Asylum on Christmas Eve, and um, not only that, he like. There's like a, a Christmas tree in Arkham Asylum, and then he like is gonna put the star on top, and then the tree is all of a sudden a rocket ship that he yeah. like <laughs> Arkham Asylum with. Yeah, it's great. Hey, can, uh, but then, keep uh, in mind, guys, this is like the second episode of the animated series. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so. And then, jo- and then Joker sings the best. Yeah, yeah. Dingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. <laughs> and also, it's the first episode. Yeah, it's yeah, the first episode perfect. to introduce not only Joker but Mark Hamill's Joker. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, going back to the plot here, it's uh, Joker escapes Arkham, and uh, uh, Batman and Robin are gonna you know patrol the city, but. Uh, Robin says, like, hey, you know, Joker escaped Arkham. I don't think he's planning anything big. Like, how about we just go home and, and watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life and uh, just celebrate celebrate Christmas. And Batman's like, no, Joker's planning something. We got to go out there. And uh, um, so eventually they find out that that uh, the Joker hijacked a, a television station and is putting on his own Christmas special. So he kidnapped uh, – it was Commissioner Gordon – uh, uh, Harvey Bullock, and I believe the it was Renee Montoya was the the third one. Yeah, the uh, hostage, and so he, you know, basically says like uh like uh it's a, the time is of the essence, and uh, uh Batman and Robin have to go find out like where he's broadcasting from and uh, uh save the hostages, and so it's it's a very very simple story, but uh. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like it just puts me in the right the right mood for the uh, for the season. So I I watch that every year. I I love the uh, um I lo- love the atmosphere. I just I even love uh, the the Joker's little hand puppet that he makes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, uh, I I love that episode. Definitely one of my like all time favorite uh, Christmas specials and episodes of uh, Batman the Animated Series. Uh, so that is one Christmas special I have to watch every year. Uh, another Christmas special I have to watch is an um, uh, episode from The Simpsons called Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. And yes. it's, not, um, it's not necessarily the best Simpsons episode or the funniest, but um, it's one of the, it's almost like the Charlie Brown Christmas special, where it's, it's just so. Um, so memorable. In fact, it was actually the very first episode of The Simpsons. Um, yep. it, yeah, it, this is the episode that kicked kicked off this series, which is still running. You know, thirty, thirty two, thirty three years later, it's in several, several hundred. They're up to like six hundred, almost seven hundred episodes now. Like this is the episode that started it all. Yep. And this episode is is about um, uh, the 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 Simpsons family. Where, um, they're you know getting ready for Christmas, and um, Bart gets a a tattoo, or he wants to get a tattoo for Christmas, and um, sneaks into a tattoo parlor and uh, gets a like a partial a part of a, a tattoo. And Marge um, uh, immediately takes him to the uh, to get the tattoo removed, and uh, you know she was saving up a whole bunch of Christmas money for to buy Christmas presents with in this this big jar 
and uh, uh, she unfortunately needed to use all the money to uh, to get rid of Bert's tattoo. And uh, at the same time, Homer uh, didn't receive his Christmas bonus from work. So mm-hmm. now the family doesn't have any money for, for Christmas. But uh, Homer wants to, you know, make a um, – kind of keep that a secret. So he gets a second job at a, uh, as a mall Santa uh, so he can raise, raise a little more money. And uh, I, I guess I'll kind of go into spoilers here. It's it, – you know you don't know how the episode's going to end because uh, uh, the rest of the series has gone on with, with the family dog. So at the end, they go to the uh, the dog racing tracks. Uh, to bet some money, to bet uh, some money to uh, to buy a Christmas presents. Yep. But uh, uh, he loses the race, and you know he bet he bet on uh, Santa's little helper, the dog, and the dog lost. And so the uh, the owner of the dog uh, basically said, like, I'll "Beat it, you loser, or whatever." And uh, uh, being that the exception, they didn't have any money to get Christmas presents. They ended up getting the family dog, and that's that. The dog is still on the show these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, so, how uh, many big uh, sitcoms do you know start with a Christmas episode? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, not too many people know that, that the very first episode of The Simpsons was a Christmas special. And uh, like I said, it's not the funniest or even the best episode of The Simpsons, but I have a lot of respect for it. And it's one of those episodes I have to watch every year. Um, so, yeah, those those are two Christmas specials that I always have to watch. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, if any, somebody else wants to go, yeah, go right ahead. Um, I'll go next. So yeah, I'm going to just give you all my list of everything. Um, first of all, just like Batman Christmas with the Joker, it's one of my favorite Christmas episode, TV episodes, and I watch it every year. Now, one one episode I love just as much, if not more, that I have to watch every year too, is "Merry Christmas, Mister Bean." Hey. I absolutely love Mister Bean. If you guys know me well, and I love the Christmas episode. It is one of the funniest, like TV episode specials of all time. Um, in this episode, just a quick summary, uh, quick summary of it. So, while Christmas shopping, Mister Bean purchases bulky strings of Christmas lights before making shambles of a department store section. He later manages to acquire a free turkey and Christmas tree and attempts to conduct a Salvation Army band. Finally, during Christmas dinner, Bean has quite a surprise in store for his long-suffering girlfriend. So the thing that's funny about this episode is uh, the very end of the episode, he's, he's with his girlfriend and she's pointing at a uh, jewelry store at a at a ring, an engagement ring to him, kind of hinting to him, "Oh, that's what I want for Christmas." And he looks at it and he's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And she gets all excited and leaves. Later, later on in the episode, when he actually gives her her presents, you find out that instead of giving her the ring, he gives her the picture that the ring is on of a, just a random couple. <laughs> And she gets all sad and starts crying. And later he realizes, oh, I got you another gift. And he, he pops off this, like, kind of like a ring box, a little mini ring box. And she gets all excited, thinking it's the ring, it's the ring. And when she opens up the box, she sees what looks like a ring, a, like, a, a, like, a, like a, a wedding ring or whatever, or an engagement ring. And she gets all excited. And when she pulls it out, it's actually a hook to hang the portrait. And she starts crying and gets angry and leaves. <laughs> and this is the episode where uh, people think it's a Thanksgiving episode, but it's actually a Christmas episode where it's for the first time Mr. Bean gets his head stuck inside of a turkey. So in this episode, he's stuffing oh, a turkey yeah. and putting the stuffing inside of the turkey. Then while he's doing that, he realizes his watch is gone. He realizes that he puts his, when he put his hand in the turkey, the watch got stuck in the turkey. So he starts looking inside the turkey, move, like picking up its legs, and later he gets a little flashlight, and he shoves his head in there, and he gets stuck. And it's just super hilarious. And there's there's just so many great scenes in this movie uh, of this TV episode. I can't... I mean, that's just a small... That's like 2% like taste of what the episode... Uh, uh, all the funny stuff of the episode. But it's such a great one. It's on a Hulu, I believe. So if you guys have Hulu... Watched uh, Mr. Bean uh, uh, Christmas. It's such a great episode. Super funny. Um, You won't regret it. Um, 
I think it's on oh, Amazon Prime. And Amazon Prime too. So yeah, double check. Both places would have it, and it's it's such a great episode. Believe me, like you watch it, and you can thank me later on. Um, another thing I wanted to say is I don't know about you guys, but growing up, I am a huge lover of Rankin and Bass animated entertainment. Oh yeah. If there's one yeah. company that screams Christmas, it's Rankin and Bass. And the reason why I say that is that my fave every year I have to watch all these animated films. These include Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, A Year Without a Santa Claus, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Jack Frost, uh, Rudolph and Frosty's Christmas in July, Rudolph's Shiny New Year, The Little Drummer Boy, Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey, Frosty's Winter Wonderland, Pinocchio's Christmas, the list goes on and on and on. Ranking and Bass, if you guys don't know, like they're the company who do like those kind of like they're kind of like they're like they're like puppets in their in their animated films. Stop motion. Yeah, stop motion and it's just they're just so timeless. I mean Oh yeah. They're just Absolutely. the greatest TV show specials for Christmas or even other holidays. They have the Halloween episode of the Mad Monster Party for Easter that Peter Cottontail. There's just so many great, like, great, uh, like, mini TV specials that, like, they have, and they're just timeless. Like, I have to watch them every year. They're just, they bring back my childhood, and ABC Family used to play all those movies before they, now all they do is play Elf and freaking, uh, yeah, what else, like and a Christmas story. Yeah. That's all they play nowadays, and it sucks because, like, these animated films, these short films or TV specials are classic, and, you know, like... I mean, I was, these are like from the 80s or 70s and like, I wasn't even born when these came out, but they were still a big part when I was a kid. But nowadays, like they're kind of pushing them away and it sucks because they're timeless. So exactly. But such, those are all, if you, if you guys ever have a chance, just watch them. You can buy like the episodes um, on Vudu or you can even purchase them uh, as box sets that are cheap at Best Buy and Target. But I highly recommend you watch them. They're they're great films. Another TV special that I actually watched earlier this year for the first time, and I absolutely love it. And it's I'm going to make it a Christmas tradition too. Is Christmas with the Adams Family? Yes. <laughs> so this episode came out in 1965 on Christmas Eve, and this is such a great episode. So in this episode, Mister Thompson, the neighbor who told Pugsley on Wednesday that witches weren't real at Halloween. Now tells them that there are there is no Santa Claus. Uncle Fester is chosen to has chosen to slide down the chimney dressed as Santa Claus to prove the existence of Santa to the children, but he gets stuck in the chimney. The kids slide down the fireman's pole and express their data at Santa. Gomez, Lurch, cousin It, and even Morticia and Grandmama each don a red suit and appear to the children as Santa Claus. So this is such a funny and timeless episode. I love it so much. All the family members of the Adams family dressed up like Santa Claus to prove to kids that Santa is like is real. But it's funny because each of them gives the kids the same exact Christmas gift. And the kids get all confused like, wait, did I just see you? So it's it's such it's such a great episode. It's a great TV show. And I know Me TV plays it or TV Land, but you guys have to definitely watch it too. And I believe it's also on Amazon Prime. So you have the perfect opportunity to see it on there. Now, um, last but not least, I'm going to give another example of Christmas specials that are I hold dear to my heart. I'm gonna I'm gonna name all of them, but I'm only gonna I'm only gonna say my top one, even though I love all of them. Okay. So these include a Johnny Bravo Christmas, Ed Ed Nettie's Jingle Jingle <laughs> Jangle, Billy oh yes. and Mandy Save Christmas, Ooh, Codename yes. Kids Next Door Operation Naughty. Let's see what else is there. Yeah. <clears throat> I just had it, and there it just popped away. <clears throat> um, there is also, let's see, um, Camp Laszlo, Camp Kringle. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Chowders, yeah. hey, yeah. hey, it's Christmas. <clears throat> there is also uh, Adventure Times, Holly Jolly Secrets. <clears throat> There's also regular shows, Christmas Special. <laughs> 
Um, yes. Let's see. There's also uh, the Powerpuff Girls. It's a, it, you're a good man, Mojo Jojo. And there's also, I mean, for the classics, I love the classics too. There's also one of the one I love really much is um, a Flintstones Christmas, a Jet a Jetsons Christmas Carol. Um, let's see what else there is. Uh, Dexter versus Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that was an underrated one. <laughs> and also Yogi Bear's All-Star Comedy Christmas Keepers and Yogi's First Christmases. I love that one. Oh, I remember watching Yogi's First I love First that one. I watch that one every year when it's on Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah, but the one I'm going to talk about briefly, is my yeah. favorite out of all of them is probably, oh, it's not probably, it is, is Ed and Nettie's Jingle, Jingle, Jangle. I love this episode. For those yeah. of you guys oh, yeah. who don't know, this episode is a special of the TV show Ed, Ed, and Eddie. In this episode, it's about how Eddie, sick of getting cheap presents for Christmas, plans to get adopted by one of the neighborhood kids so he can mooch off their presents. This is also the first <laughs> yeah. of the four special half-hour episodes. So it's funny because like Ed, <laughs> Eddie is not satisfied with the gifts that he gets, so he's trying to have the kids adopt him into their family so he can get their presents and he's just such a dick about it and it's super funny and i mean that's just kind of eddie though right yeah <laughs> but it's such a memorable you know fun fact, fun little random tidbit my dad and i growing up used to have a debate until like the fourth season yeah when they go back to school how old exactly were they supposed to be <sighs> it used to be an ongoing thing with my dad and i but i just wanted to put that out there I don't know, actually. Like when I when I watch a show, I feel like I I expected them to be like in middle school. I don't know. They are in middle school. Okay. So maybe like seventh graders, I think. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But just it's such a great episode. It's super funny, and it really brings back that holiday spirit. And honestly, Cartoon Network, if you're listening, which you probably never will, but if you're listening to us, like you should do like for the month of like December and Christmas, like. Like, have your original cartoon specials, not only your boomerang ones, because let's be honest, nobody downloads and streams your boomerang app and channel. Like, bring all your boomerang cartoon specials to Cartoon Network and also bring your classic Cartoon Network Christmas specials just for like the month of December. Like, because like we miss them and there's no way for us to watch them. I know, yeah, unless you want to do some really weird Amazon Prime. In a rabbit hole. Yeah. So, but but yeah. I mean, all these. I love Christmas. I love Halloween. You guys know I'm a huge horror fan. Honestly, I love Christmas more than this than Halloween, uh, because even I think even horror films are better when they're uh, in Christmas themed. Honestly. So, um, but yeah, these are just all the TV specials that I absolutely love. I know there's more, but when it comes to TV specials for Christmas, I'm a sucker for animated Christmas specials. So. Yeah, that's that's my whole spiel and uh, rant. So all in there. <laughs> well said, man. Well said. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to go next? <laughs> well, I guess I'm the last one, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So I think everybody mentioned ev- like everything they want. Um, probably going to beat on a dead horse. So yeah, uh, Frosty the Snowman, Jack Frost. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, A Year Without Santa Claus, Santa Claus Coming to Town. And obviously, uh, my personal favorite, I don't know about anybody else in the world, but for me, my personal favorite, even though I'm not super religious, but this movie gets to me every time, is The Little Drummer Boy. Um, yeah. Like, to me, that, that just shows, like, even though I do have a soft spot when it comes to that movie, and it's it's a timeless movie and yes i do agree with matthew cbs bring back your fucking those those tv specials because i grew up with that even though i was a kid i grew up watching them because my mom passed it down to to me and i i want those back i want that kidness in me to come back but i still have them i still have the vhs's at my grandma's house i still have some here at home and you know, those are timeless movies. And uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, um, Tom and Jerry special, Christmas special, uh, the Pinky and the Brain uh, Christmas special. 
Um, man, a, a Garfield Christmas special as well. That's like one of my favorites. Uh, Garfield, John, and, and Odie go to John's grandma's uh, grandmother's house for Christmas, and um, Garfield finds a pre- present for uh, for uh, John's grandma that uh, her husband has kept away for like all these years because he passed away, and I guess like years later uh, she found like a letter and like I think it was like a check for like money as well, so. But that that short little TV special is great. Um, shit, man! Like, what else can I think of? Like, um, uh, a Mickey's Christmas Carol. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that that right that one, the Muppets Christmas Carol, and the Jim Carrey one are my are my favorites as well. And. I mean, the classic, I mean, we probably didn't mention it, but the classic, How the Grinch Stole Christmas because of Boris Oh, Carlo. of course. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. That's like my all-time top. I mean, Frankenstein himself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, well, two, I should mention. And we will be talking about this. And another time, another another day. Uh, it's a little bit corny, but uh, does the Star Wars holiday special? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so we will dive more into it when it comes to another day to talk on it. But guys, we forgot one more thing. I mean, we're huge SpongeBob fans, right? Yeah. Yeah. The SpongeBob very first Christmas. That's right. Well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say it after the feral parents, but I thought somebody else had. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, man, uh, and that 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 special is a classic, no doubt about it. And... Santa coming tonight. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Santa's house is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> It's just Christmas light. It is Christmas light. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, man, I can go on and on uh, about shows that I grew up watching, you know, during Christmas. Um, obviously, the Batman special as well. Uh, Christmas with the Joker. That's another timeless 90s Tyler growing up. <laughs> and... Yep. I mean, I can't think of anything else other than those movies. Um, does anybody have like honorable mentions to Yeah, I have one. It's uh, or... X-Men the Animated Series. Have yourself a Madlock Little Christmas. Wow, yes. Wow. <laughs> and also another one is let's see right here. Uh the Christmas Aliens, the Christmas special of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh my God. So, so. Yeah. And I also, I guess I have a. Uh-huh. Actually, I have a. No, you can go, Lauren. What was that? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I had a, a, a couple more uh, to talk about here. And uh, uh, so I have three right here. Uh, each of these are, are from my um, three of my favorite TV shows of all time. So you guys all know I'm a huge Seinfeld fan. Uh, I cannot go without talking about the strike, a.k.a. the Festivus episode. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I think just about anybody can quote this episode. Or any, everybody knows um, the premise is that, uh, uh, well, George is um, um, he gave his, uh, uh, his boss, uh, or he, he donated money to a fake charity uh, in his boss's name, for Christmas, and then his boss found out about it and was upset about it, and uh, he was like, "Why would you write your name, or you know, why would you donate money to a fake charity in my name?" And uh, so George says, "Well, you see, my my family celebrates Festivus, and Festivus is basically a holiday that his dad made up, where uh, you're supposed to air your grievances with everybody um, around you at the dinner table." Uh, instead of a Christmas tree, you cut out a steel pole, and um, there is also 
the um well, I feel like I'm forgetting one more thing in this in this holiday. Uh, but yes, he has to uh, air all the grievances and say, I have a lot of problems with you people. And uh, I can go on and on about that episode. But um, uh, another, another one that I, I forgot to talk about was It's a Very Sunny Christmas. Yeah, uh, from yeah. Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> yes, yeah, with uh, um, uh, where Mac is a. Uh, or he has like the flashback of like when he and his family would go from people's houses and steal their Christmas <laughs> presents. Oh, but yeah. Just what everybody does on Christmas because his dad's a criminal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, and then and then Charlie has the uh, or has a flashback to when he was a child and he thinks that there's everybody is dressed up as Santa Claus and they all give him a present throughout Christmas. Uh, there's, there's several Santa Clauses that like knock on the door, and they'll hand Charlie a Christmas present, and then go upstairs with his mom. And he didn't know what was going on, but he just thought that's what happened on every uh, Christmas. Lauren, Lauren. <laughs> um, did you fuck my mom, yeah. Santa Claus? Did you fuck my mom? Did you fuck my fucking mom? Did you fuck my mom, Santa? <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, that's great. Oh, and then there's also the um, subplot with uh, with Frank, and um, in, instead of getting his kids, uh, D and Dennis, uh, Christmas presents that they want, he just he buys exactly what they want, but only for himself, so he can show it off in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that and that's a um, uh, an hour long episode too. So it's a. a Twice the length of a, a typical episode. Uh, that's a that's my very fa- funny my episode. My favorite quote from that it. episode is when uh, uh, Max another... pretty much sums up the whole episode. He's like, Christmas is just a bunch of bullshit. You just find out that your your dad stole all your presents and your mom gets fucked by a series of never-ending Santa Clauses. <laughs> Charlie's mom is a prostitute, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that episode. Uh, but one more that I'm going to go out uh, on is um, from another one of my all-time favorite TV shows. And this is actually a pretty underrated episode. Uh, not too many people know there's actually a Christmas Twilight Zone episode. And this is – it's not a scary episode. Um, uh, there is a supernatural element to it. Uh, but this is called Night of the Meek. Yes. And – this is about a mole Santa Claus who is a uh, very, very drunk and depressed, um, and it, it's very, very kind of pathetic. He, he's he's the guy you really feel bad for uh, at the beginning of this episode. And they really set up his character very well. Uh, th- this is played by um, Art Carney, is the uh, uh, the actor, and uh, uh, one night when he's a uh, uh, stumbling. Stumbling home, uh, uh, very very drunk, and he stumbles across a bag of uh, magic gifts, and uh, he picks it up and just starts giving the gifts out to people, and basically ends up becoming the real Santa. And it, it, you know it's the Twilight Zone, so it's uh, uh, supernatural, and it's not like one of those depressing episodes of the Twilight Zone where they're trying to. They're trying to like teach a valuable lesson or something, which I guess they kind of are. It's really it's one of the few like heartwarming episodes of the Twilight Zone, and uh, it's it's definitely overlooked because everybody remembers like uh, the the scary um, pig surgeon from uh, uh, Eye of the Beholder or Discord Man or some of the very like dark Twilight Zone episodes. But yeah, this is a, a one that people often overlook, and it, it is often considered to be. Um, uh, one of the best episodes, actually. Yeah, uh, but it is kind of overlooked. And uh, yes, I I, uh, I try and watch it um, every year, or if I can't, maybe like every other year. It's it's a great episode. Awesome. I got one more, um, and we watched it last year at Matthew's house, uh, and through and all through the house, which is the episode of Tales from the Crib. Yes. <laughs> so, if you guys have not seen this episode, uh, it's a greedy woman that takes, well, a greedy woman that makes the mistake of murdering her own husband, 
uh, while an escaped mental patient dressed in a Santa Claus outfit is on the loose. So that's all you guys need to know. Watch the episode. It's a great episode. I have another episode, too. One more. Um, hold up one moment. Uh, this is actually one of the saddest Christmas episodes I've ever seen. So um, this episode is actually called uh, "Hey Arnold, Arnold's Christmas." So the storyline is that when when Arnold re- when Arnold receives Mister Wynn's name in the boarding house's annual Christmas secret Santa draw, he decides to make it the most special Christmas ever for the lonely boarder and tries to reunite Mister uh, Wynn's uh, Mister Wynn with his long lost daughter. So in this episode, Mr. Wynn, he uh, he's during Christmas time. And Matthew got wow. caught up. <laughs> that was unfortunate timing. Yeah, no, that was unfortunate timing. <laughs> we'll have to add him back in later, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this oh. is good. Oh, he's back. Oh, what happened? There you are. I cut out. Oh, oh so are we good then? Let me start over. <laughs> yes, all uh, twenty minutes. Okay, so yeah, Arnold's Christmas special is another one. So Mr. Wynn, during Christmas time, he's always depressed because he doesn't have any family. And I guess every time it's Christmas time, he reminds of his time in his uh, his country in Asia, where him and his daughter were separated. And ever since, he's been always trying to find her, but he hasn't been able to. So Arnold tries to do the like surprise Mr. Wynn with the greatest gift ever of reuniting him with his daughter. And after all this searching and all this investigation, the very end of the episode, he's able to allow Mr. Wynn and his daughter to reunite for Christmas uh, celebration and uh, surprise. So it's super heartwarming. It's very sad and it's very lovely. So yes, I have a heart. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great episode too. Uh, anybody else right. before we end the show? Oh, I have one. I have one. I have one more that I'm gonna say. Go ahead. So my, so my, is, this this one's um, like to be honest, like I'm not a very uh, Family Guy fan. Like I'm, I'm more American Dad like fan like of the sh- of the show. And I, I love this, this one episode. It's called "For Whom the Sleigh Bell Tolls." It's about when 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 um, Stan, Stan buy, buys a gun uh, for his son Steve, and then I guess they, they go out practice shooting, and they they shoot all Santa, and then Stan's like, "Oh, we got we got to dig the body. We got to hide the body." And then they 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 hide up. They they dig up a hole and they put Santa, the mall Santa inside the hole, and then they're like, "Okay, don't tell your mother or tell anybody about this." And then, and then like, weeks go by, and then the news saying that for some reason it doesn't feel like it's Christmas. Like it feels like the magic died for some reason. And then Steve's like, "Dad, you don't think?" Like, no, it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I forgot who I forgot who was. I think. Oh yeah, Fran, oh yeah, Francine finds. Uh, she finds um, the gun that Steve used, and. Uh, I guess she she got mad at Steve, and then Steve like just blurs out, "I saw, I shot Santa," <laughs> and then they, they go to go the body because because the see, and the Santa's not there, and Elf tells them, "Don't worry, like your your, your time is gonna come right now. Santa's getting his revenge." And then um Santa, you see Santa the North Pole, he's in the same um he um healing tank that Luke's in, and, and Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> And then, he, and then you just see all the technology around him, and then and then you just see one of his, he opens one of his eyes, and it was like oh, but like Santa, Santa's after to get them. So Stan, the family go hiding, and then I guess I guess um Haley tells her tells her husband uh, where they're staying, and she tells she tells him that Santa's gonna kill him, uh, and then they're all hiding, and then um what, oh, what's oh, what's the husband what's the, um, the dumb husband's name? Um, I'm trying to think right now. It's like it's like coming to me. Oh yeah, Jeff. And uh, Jeff, Jeff goes to them. Hey, honey. It's like, oh, like, oh yeah. And then, and then he hear, you hear that jingle bells. I was like, how is it? And Stan's like, how does Santa find? <laughs> and Jeff's like, 
Oh, I'm like, oh, that's because I, I wrote to Santa telling him our new address so he could find us and deliver our president. Deliver our president. And Santa's like, you idiot. We're hiding from that man. We're hiding from Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and then Santa's like, and then Santa tells him, like, okay, like, like, Haley's like, like, Dad, he didn't know. He doesn't know anything. He's a freaking idiot. <laughs> And, uh, and in the end, Santa tells Jeff to, like, betray them. Like, Jeff, you're a good boy. Like, here's your here's your present. It's some kind of random, like, like, like helmet from, like, a sci-fi movie. I forgot which one it was. And then he betrays Santa. He stabs him. And then Santa's like, oh, I'm, I'm it. And then the, these three elves get, like, a, a medikit. And instead of, like, bandages, it's just, like, uh, like Christmas wrapping paper. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like it's a very funny episode. So you ever watch American Dad? Like, like this is one of my favorite episodes because it just, just go like bonkers. Oh, that's a good one, uh, guys. I have one more. I can't believe I forgot all about this till right now. And just like Batman the Animated Series episode or season one, episode two, this show's Christmas special also takes place on season one, episode two. And all I have to say is. This episode starts like this. <clears throat> this episode is called All Through and All Through the House. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from the Crypt all and All Through the House. The Killer Santa Claus episode, guys. Oh, yeah. This episode is freaking amazing. Yeah, if you guys don't know, it, on H, you know, one of HBO's most popular shows in the 90s was Tales from the Crypt. And in this episode, it actually is an 89 episode. This is the second episode of the first season where a greedy woman makes the mistake of murdering her husband while an escaped mental patient dressed up in a Santa Claus outfit is on the loose. And pretty much the whole episode, he's just terrifying her. And it's such a great episode. He's such a creepy kid too. So that that's that. Yeah. I think when we did our Festivus last year, we actually played this episode. So, but I I love this episode. I love yeah. Tales from the Crypt, and honestly, I think this is probably like my favorite episode of the show. But yeah, that's my last one. Agree. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it for tonight, guys. And uh, thank you guys for listening to us. But. Uh, we got some upcoming episodes. Lauren, what is our schedule for next week? So next week, uh, we're, we're taking a little break from uh, from Christmas. Uh, and we'll actually be doing a recap on The Mandalorian. Hell yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get into a little bit of this season two, because it, uh, it is still going on right now. But uh, uh, And we also will be talking about um, our thoughts on all the Star Wars content that has just been announced, actually. It's going to be Absolutely. coming up in the next uh, year or two. Disney, Disney owns They do. They have all the <laughs> Infinity Stones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. Well, until then, guys, uh, that's for next week's episode. Uh, and before we end the night... Uh, Lauren, what is our social media account for Instagram? Our Instagram account is Fellowship of the Podcast, all one word. Give us a follow. We got a lot of great stuff. Awesome. And Kyle, what is our uh, it's Fellowship page? Pod 19? Absolutely. We post some great stuff as well. And uh, we'll be updating the new episode coming out. And uh, go give us a follow, tweet at us, and. Um, Hopefully one day we can do some questions. So we'll all be thinking of that. And I'm not going to end the show tonight. Matthew, thank you so much for being our host. You have the honor and privilege Mr. of closing us out. Again, we want to thank each and every one of fans and listeners of our show, of our podcast, Fellowship of the Podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. I hope you had a great time and you were entertained with our choices of Christmas specials. And hopefully we've hit a little soft spot in each and every one of you. You decide to, to watch at least a few of the episodes we've mentioned here today. Have a great weekend. Be safe. And also to remember, just like Tyler chose for his movie of the week, remember to put on a happy face.
Thank you, everybody. And don't forget to subscribe. Yeah.